If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefei and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is our number three of VSIN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefei alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here. On a Friday night, still to come in this hour, the Reynolds rap, a little revised, it's a remix of the Reynolds rap. Only one college football game will be Army-Navy tomorrow, so we'll discuss that, but we'll also mix in some college basketball, and then we'll give you a roadmap in the NFL as well for Sunday. I do uh, obviously love that game, Army-Navy, even though neither team Mm -hmm. going to a bowl game this year, but uh, we'll find out who's going to sing second. Yeah. That's what you always want to do because both the alma maters get sung by both the academies, but who's going to sing second tomorrow afternoon? Yeah, it's one of the best traditions in all of sports, and it'll be tomorrow. Is it in uh, Baltimore this year, or is it in uh, Philly? I need to check because it, 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 right? it does alternate back and forth. Because, I should have looked you know, that up Basically, it, it almost doesn't matter what the location is because it's always usually an under. Uh, I did not <laughs> yeah. go ahead and follow. It's like, once everybody knows about that trend, it's like, do I really want to I know, but we've it? been saying that for like four years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it keeps yes, And it keeps going. Uh, Lincoln Financial Field <laughs> so in Philly. Philadelphia, okay. for that matter. So it'll be in Philly. That'll be a lot of fun, though. Um, also, Wes, uh, for those of you who don't see the wide picture of what we have, you got your uh, your IU cap. We're going to put it here. You got the uh, IU cap. Yeah, they put right it right, there, dead baby. center. We're, we're a Hoosier show. We're going for the night. I should probably speak speak in the damn microphone. That would help. We are going through for the ninth star on Monday night, the College Cup down in Cary, North Carolina, just outside of Charlotte. 
and uh, the Indiana Hoosiers two nuff nil over uh, the Pitt Panthers tonight. So it's the Hoosiers in Syracuse and. God, I hate Syracuse. But, I, I've but, hated them my, since 1987. Say, they've had a couple of battles there. Yes. You know, it's, yeah, it's it's a sports media war. It seems like all. It seems like everybody that works for all these networks, ESPN or even here at Visa, and like went to Syracuse. Yeah. Or Syracuse people. I think uh, Dave Ross is a Syracuse person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just all these guys, all the Syracuse media people will tell you they went to Syracuse. They love it. And if you ever criticize Syracuse, they will come for your ass on Twitter. <laughs> they always do that to me. But I came for them, too, when uh, Jim Beheim got into it with Jared Grosso, the Bryant head coach, a couple weeks ago. I was like, Beheim's a whiner, and he always has been. I respect his accomplishments, 1,000 games. You know, nah, He's overrated, only but, one natty. But I'm not. But I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. So uh, it is going to be Indiana and Syracuse for the College yeah. Cup. On Monday night, uh, we'll be focused, of course, on Monday night football. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I am a, a highly trained broadcast journalist and <laughs> yes. highly trained professional. <laughs> but so it's I will good be for the alma mater there in, it, in, it, into the it into is the good final. for the alma mater. And let me, uh, I ordered this hat a couple years ago, and I have never worn it. And you're about to see why I've never worn this. <laughs> Remember Brian Robinson from the Washington yep. Redskins has a big mm-hmm. hat company. Yep, just that was just a couple of weeks ago. And <laughs> look at this thing. I gotta like. Put it over my ears. Can I, we just I ordered take a, West swing, single on this shot? I just I, want to see what West I, I ordered. A, I ordered a large, so I thought I got a pretty big melon. You know, I mean, yeah. let's let's be honest here. We're not fooling anybody. God, I hope the internet but screenshots this, this. This hat was massive. I mean, it's like a big hat company. I have to like literally put it over my ears, like if I just wear it normal. Yeah. And I'm not a flat bill guy, by the way. I just yeah. didn't even take the time to bend it because of that. But like. If, Freaking Dumbo ears sticking out, man. Oh, and and, and you, you ever get that now that we're, of course, into the holiday season for shopping? Mm-hmm. Do you ever get to the point where you order something and then it's like such a pain in the ass to send it back? 100%. That's exhi- exhibit that's a, a. That's what that is. I never, I never sent it back. I was like, you know, I probably could get a smaller size for this. And then I didn't oh. end up doing it. And then I, it's still dusty because it was in the back of my closet and I actually had to search for it today. My hat woes were I, I had just a, I have a massive cranium, so I always struggled to find hats my size. I, 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 I got I got a pretty was, big uh, size melon myself. Yeah. Uh, well, we got big brains here on it's, it's a large. Uh, we have large medulla oblongatas. Exactly. Isn't that what it was called? That's, a, that's, what, that's what my mama As, said. Uh, Adam Sandler goes <laughs> and like uh, uh, spears Colonel Sanders. Yep. <laughs> that's uh, Waterboy. In case you did not uh, yes. see that movie. Heck of a movie there. Uh, so, yeah, fun stuff there for West with the alma mater going into the final. We'll see if uh, this is a replay of the national title game that we saw in the 80s there. Keith Smart making the shot uh, against Syracuse. Yeah, so, uh, so we'll take that, that's... Syracuse. We always have that over you. Exactly. As the Syracuse-Indiana rivalry like, well, like puts in another more, chapter. I'd like to get more uh, and needle Ross. I'm, 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 I'm sure Ross isn't Dave Ross, our colleague and friend here at Beeson. Yeah. I'm sure he's not really dialed into the soccer scene, though. I don't I believe that he is the college soccer yeah. scene. He's got a big UFC card coming he up He does, tomorrow, yes. That's uh, right, here in town, right? Right here in Las Vegas. God, there's yeah. there's like 8 million things going too on much, here. too much. Too much going they're, on. They're, they're, the God ro- bless you going to the strip tomorrow. The, ro- <laughs> the rodeo, by the way, I believe wraps up tomorrow. Yes. Of course, we have some people down here at Circa. They've been at the South Point. I was talking to our engineer, Ken Sporich, uh, who's our MacGyver here at VEASAN. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he, he usually works mainly out of the South Point, VEASAN South. And he was like, I've never seen the South Point busier ever. And South Point is usually it's busy. always busy. Yeah. I mean, you can't get a parking spot at like 1.30 in the afternoon. So, But yeah, we do have uh, uh, the UFC tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. Jan Blahowicz against... Uh, 
Um, Matt is going to laugh at me when I butcher this pronunciation. Uh, <laughs> Magomed Ankaleev. I got good. the last name there right. I don't know if I got the first name Nailed right. It. There but we I, go. I believe that is for the uh, 205 title nice. tomorrow night, the light heavyweight title that is the main event. Uh, Patty Pimblett. Patty is like viral. Patty is all of a sudden becoming a big star. He's fighting yeah. Jared Gordon in the co-main, uh, getting some heat with some professional wrestlers. Uh, MJF of AEW going to okay. be out here for that. So, right. God, we got that at the T-Mobile. We've got the rodeo. We've got the doubleheader at the MGM Grand, all kind of mm-hmm. different shows. So don't let you say December is not a busy time in Vegas, oh, but, but then is... it'll slow down the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, I mean, the week after, uh, we have the Las oh, Vegas Oh, yeah, the bowl game. Yeah. Yes. Oregon State, Florida. Yes, our own Tim Murray will be working the yeah. radio broadcast That's an for early Florida. one, too. Yeah, they moved it up. It was the... a night game, but they moved it up yeah. uh, for a conflict because I believe the Raider, the Raider game. The Raiders game got flexed out. Yes. Uh, yes. Who, who could have seen that coming? Yeah, they're 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 really getting flexed. They're getting flexed out to like uh, UHF or public access after that <laughs> exactly. meltdown last night. You can see the Raiders Patriots on Snapchat. Uh, yes, <laughs> that's where that game will. Yes, uh, moved it to the Peacock. <laughs> yep, <laughs> streaming service only. Um, but right now, as we get back on track here, the Timberwolves and Jazz going down to the wire here. Well, I guess about five and a half minutes to go, but it's a close game. T Wolves up ninety nine ninety six against Utah. Laying four and a half are the Minnesota Timberwolves here in game. Total 221 and a half. Utah plus 240 on the money line if you want to go ahead and dabble it. We saw the uh, cardiac Utah Jazz mm-hmm. the other night against the Warriors after they blew a big lead. And then they went ahead and come, came from behind in stunning fashion. Could they do it again as they troll by five now against yeah. the T-Wolves? Yeah, the T-Wolves, uh, that was kind of the team that a lot of other people thought were going to be the tryhards. I'm not saying they're not trying hard, but they're only 12 and 12. Uh, Hasn't quite course, come together. Yeah, Gobert, uh, you know, still trying to figure it out. And Rudy's putting up his numbers, 18 and 13 tonight. But no Cat, no Carl Anthony Towns. And just trying to find these pieces together. Meanwhile, Utah was supposed to be the the Tankapalooza, Luzerama for Wembenyama. And uh, not doing it so far, 15 no. and 12, even though they have come back to earth a little bit over the last two, three weeks. The, the objective was to win 15 games all season, Utah. Right. Like, where, where do we get lost? Right. With this? You've seen these teams that we thought were going to be tankers like Utah, like the Pacers, you know, much better. But the team's uh, doing a good job of the uh, of the tanking, obviously, of the San Antonio Spurs at 7 and 18, Houston, 7 and 18, Detroit, worst record in the league, 7 and 21, mm-hmm. Orlando, 7 and 20, 7 and 19. So, Wembenyama, I wonder if he's thinking, can I get a big market to really go on a losing streak? But nevertheless, I think that'd be good if he went to kind of a smaller market. He didn't yeah. go to like New York or Chicago. because no, the Knicks will always be relevant just from being the Knicks. Yes. Like if Wembenyama went to a smaller market, then that team now becomes relevant. Then you've got a bona fide superstar, uh, obviously, in your market. So we'll uh, we'll see if that happens. You, you know, it's, it's funny that you brought up the Spurs, though, and how they're like perfecting the tanking. Popovich told us before the season started that this is what it was going to be. I think a reporter at their media day before training camp asked him about the Vegas odds on the Spurs to win a title. It's like, hey, like your odds are 500 to 1 to win the NBA championship. And he said, I wouldn't go to Vegas and bet on us, <laughs> is what he said. So he kind of told everybody that, hey, like we're, we're not going to yeah. be good. So I think the folks down there in San Antonio, which is a fun little city, uh, everybody should go visit if they haven't. The folks down there, uh, I think they're okay with Greg, what's Greg going Popovich on. never shy about his opinions on anything, and his opinion of no. his team was that we're going to stink, and that looks like it was an accurate one. Yeah, very, very accurate. Uh, we're almost to halftime 
in this game between the Bucks and the Mavericks. Yeah, this has been a low-scoring yeah. quarter because both these teams were in the 30s in the uh, first quarter. So, uh, What did this, this total is... close at? Close 224.5, it looks like. Yeah, so uh, this is going to definitely go under for the first half yeah. as uh, – you know, you know, every and sometimes that'll happen, you know, big time first quarter and then it slows. You put some of the reserves in and, you know, that takes away a little bit of the rhythm. Uh, Giannis only five points uh, so far, two of ten tonight. Ooh. So, yeah, Chris Middleton and uh, Drew Holiday is a uh, uh, intrepid Beeson producer and part of our crack staff, Dan Miller. I believe has his Chris Middleton jersey on oh, back yeah. in the uh, control room there. Is so he, uh, is he sweating this game out? I see the, the I, surrender I don't Cobra. Know. We, we will get the deets it's the from Dan. Quarter, Dan, why are you doing surrender Dan, Cobra? Dan, Dan is like the behind the scenes version <laughs> of Tim Murray, where it's like he sweats immediately when the game starts. Oh man, we're down seven nothing. Oh my god. Oh god, look at this. <laughs> to be fair, I used to be like that years ago, yeah, too. Yeah, it depends. And sometimes you can just see it early that your bet's not going to go well, and it's just like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, you get a shot at Dan and yes. uh, producer Matt Santos there. So Dan, uh, we Dan, get the Chris Middleton shot. Dan, Dan is active, man. Dan Dan keeps it lively back there. <laughs> he does. So 52 to 48, by the way, is our halftime score. We'll have a line for mm-hmm. you on the other side of this break. But uh, Giannis, uh, bad shooting night. Luka carrying the map so far, 19 points. And right now, the Timberwolves lead the Jazz 106-98 with under four to play out there in Salt Lake City. So the NBA action, it's been fantastic tonight. Could have another good one brewing down in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Also, still to come, we have the Reynolds wrap coming up in about 20 minutes. Don't go away. This is Vsint live at tonight. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Businessweek, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, 
I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever. And the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. College bowl season is about to kick off, and VEASAN has you covered with this year's college football bowl guide. This year's guide has picks on the spread and total of every bowl game from VEASAN experts and Brent Musburger. Steve Mackinnon has power rankings for every team and breaks down the motivational factors that affect bowl games. Josh Applebaum will give insight into bowl betting strategy, and Adam Burke can help you give you an advantage if you are part of a bowl confidence pool. Give yourself an edge. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe to check out the College Football Bowl Betting Guide. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is vcin Live Bet tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out at the vcin studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. We've approached halftime of the second half of our NBA national TV doubleheader between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Dallas Mavericks right now. The Mavs trail Milwaukee 52-48, and the market's starting to populate here, Wes. I'm seeing the consensus line Dallas one-point favorites, Mm -hmm. total 114. Yeah, and I was conflicted when we were breaking down this game before it tipped off just a little while ago, whereas I felt like the matchup favored Milwaukee in terms of the fact that there's no real rim protector down there for Dallas, and Giannis can get to the rim pretty much whenever he wants, but also he's 2 of 10, so... Is it like, okay, is he going to, you know, water going to kind of find its level here Mm -hmm. in the second half? And then, you know, he at least still has a somewhat productive game. But Dallas Dallas got the support in the market uh, before the tip-off because there were some ones out there and some pick-ems where Milwaukee wasn't a consensus favorite. I'm seeing uh, Milwaukee get bet at least on the early move for the second half. It's minus one, but starting to see some weak minus ones, you know, minus one, minus a dollar five. Something like that uh, at uh, at DK. Uh, what do you see? Let me see what I see. Let me see. Uh, at, I, I I'm, I'm seeing. I don't see anything at DK. I think it's Dallas minus a half. Lot. 
yes. for the second half. And and you're starting to see some minus a half, minus a dollar fifteen as well. It's one behind us right here at Circus yeah. Sports. But you know, do you kind of look at it and say, okay, Giannis is two of ten with five points. And what was his over tonight? Thirty and a half. Thirty and around. a half on the points, probably. Yeah, and and that okay, maybe he doesn't reach that, but you know he's going to get in the twenties or something like that. So, you know, somehow, some way, Milwaukee with the lead, Milwaukee shooting thirty eight point eight percent from the floor, seven threes made. Dallas a yeah, little bit better, forty four percent. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm looking to myself. Uh, they've gotten the- to the foul line a little bit more, and they are. They are they are beating them on on the glass, but Dallas gets yeah. beat on the glass most nights. The turnover disparity isn't that crazy either. I mean, Dallas yeah. has ten, Milwaukee has eight. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm like, how how are them? Yeah, Bucks I think winning? maybe just getting to the foul line is, is what it must be so far. So, uh, yeah, it is going to be uh, fifty two to forty eight. So, the, with that knowledge and knowing that Milwaukee hasn't played particularly well, especially their best player Giannis Antetokounmpo. And yet they're still up by four. Is it just Milwaukee or pass for the second half side? It would be for me, but I, I think I'm going to choose the latter and I'm going to choose a mm-hmm. pass here. I'm not sure where this game is going. Uh, the other NBA game in progress, I know where it's going. It's going into the win column for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Hey, look 116 at that. to 108, 12.7 left to go. Looks like the T Wolves are inbounding. I don't think Utah's going to foul down eight with 12 seconds left to go. I mean, they're not a college team. Like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, in college, that's a 1,000% foul. But uh, but Minnesota, yeah, I think is going to. I think they're going to go ahead and take a shot here, and they did give it to Rudy uh, Gobert against his old team, a lob. Nobody down there, and Rudy lays it in. So I'm surprised. Uh, wouldn't be surprised maybe if there's some booze from the uh, crowd but you know in what? Salt Lake City. The, the, the Jazz brought that on themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, here we and, go and again. Some, yeah, and then we're getting a little, we we're getting a little talking. And we're getting a little talking. Yeah, who, is, who is that? Beasley, Malik the former Beasley. T-Wolf, who was yeah. part of that trade. He didn't like, they didn't like that. But then why are you, like, trying to press them and get a steal? Right. Like, like, yeah, you, like you can't play and now, expect them to not play. Now, I will say that they weren't, they weren't fouling. No, they weren't fouling. But they could have easily just yeah. let them dribble but it But it's out. all love with Jordan Clarkson and D'Angelo Russell. Not so much yeah. with Rudy Gobert, though, as now they have uh, removed Rudy. Uh, the secondary, <laughs> yeah. uh, the old ushers, his old buddy, the old ushers trying to get him to go yeah. somewhere. Say, hey, Rudy, let's not That's have not, this. I guess, be, uh, uh, Malik Beasley, absolutely. And, and of course, Beasley has a personal stake in this, being a uh-huh. former member of the Timberwolves. Traded for Former first-round pick, you know, traded. Obviously, you know, not liking that so much. But one o or 118 to 108, game goes under the total of 234. Pretty much pick them or Timberwolves minus one. T-Wolves get the win, go back over 500. I just think it's hypocritical, and I'm pretty sure the shot clock was turned off, right, at that point when they were yeah. passing the ball around. Yeah, they were, and then I, they I, got it like – like, and you, well, Utah had started to walk off the floor, so there were like two guys down there in the paint, and they kind of threw it in the Rudy, and he lays it in against his old mates. Uh, but they were trying to like trap yeah. the, the, the T-Wolves and stuff, and like, and they, like, like you said, they weren't trying to foul, mm-hmm. but they were definitely playing to get a steal. Ru- so if you're going to play to get a f- steal – why are you mad that they went ahead and laid Nobody it Nobody apparently is signing and trading jerseys with Rudy Gobert. I think he is no. alone in the locker room. This is a soccer thing. Do you like yeah. this in the NBA, though? <sighs> I don't, it doesn't bother me just because they're yeah. all friends. And I, I, guess do it, I guess I'm old school. I know these kids all play summer basketball, yeah. AAU, or whatever. Yeah, whatever they all grew up together. Shoe company, some, summer basketball is basically what it is for the top players. Mm. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's it's a different it's a different world because I came up where like Boston and Detroit 
do fists at each other after every game. <laughs> yeah. and, or the Pacers and the Knicks hated <laughs> each other. And they're, as they're showing the highlights of uh, Calderon uh, getting into it as he was held back. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen on the Twitter machine if he made his way around the locker room concourse seen, I, I, to uh, the Phoenix locker room because there were security guards chasing him. I was going to say, our producer Matt Santos told us that there were security guards running after Jose Alvarado. <laughs> Which, I, I'm sorry, I laugh at it because it's just hilarious. The concept of somebody running to the tunnel to go and try to run to the opposing team's locker room to fight <laughs> after a basketball mm-hmm. game. It's like, guys, let's, yeah, just, I mean, let's take well, a deep well, breath. Well, now we know we're starting to get serious about the NBA season because yep. uh, we always talk about that. It's not yet to Christmas, mm-hmm. but that's where I feel like the public, the general public gets serious about the NBA. It's like, okay, now we're going to pay attention, oh, even yeah. though football's still going on, but now we're going to pay a little bit of attention to the NBA. And now these teams... You know, I, I talked about it the other night. I uh, had a conversation once with uh, Pacers uh, play-by-play man, great play-by-play man on the radio, Mark Boyle. Mm-hmm. And he goes, it usually takes 25 games to figure out what your team is going to be and really kind of get into the flow of things and coaches figuring out the rotations a little bit, which is harder now than ever with so many guys, you know, sitting out. on back-to-backs and, you know, load management because of the season being, even though it's not longer in terms of games than it has been, it's longer in terms of the there's this calendar year, yeah. which they tried to do to try to reduce the rest uh, or to reduce, I guess, the, uh, the back four the and fives and, that, yeah. and the five and sevens and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, now now you can see, you know, these teams are getting a little bit more serious as uh, there's been some hostility on the hardwood in the association tonight. Yeah, there's definitely been hostility out there. But like you said, that's what we love that. What hate in, is in, good. In, in Wes's words, less jersey swapping. More, more hate. More, more running back to more tunnels. More pure, unadulterated <laughs> hatred. That's what we need. But it's funny, the, the note on the jersey swap, though, because the NBA, obviously, has adopted it from overseas and soccer. Like The guys will exchange jerseys after the games. Uh, you don't really see it in the international tournaments, but in the club games and the, mm-hmm. club, the club matches, mm-hmm. I should say, they'll do that. The friendlies. But, but yeah, the friendlies and all that. But the NFL actually does it as well. Like yeah. the guys will swap jerseys yeah, in the I NFL mean, I mean, and like maybe, they'll write something yeah, on, maybe it's on just, the jersey it's, on the it's, number. It's and, just a different world now, and maybe is, yeah. I shouldn't be such an old crabby curmudgeon about this thing. <laughs> and they're all they're all trying to build stuff for their man caves and get yes. all like, all right, I got so and so's jersey, I got this person's jersey. I know. Whenever that. we get like ex-players on our network and they got the zooms and you see all the jerseys uh-huh. that's that they that's have from. from high school and college, so that's where that's from. Yes. So the old good old fashioned jersey so, swap. So so get over it, Wes. <laughs> Yeah, um, you didn't like anything on the side for Bucks Mavs. What about the total? I'm seeing the over getting bet. Open and, and, and it's now, probably going to get now. bet. It's the last game yeah. on Friday night, and then uh, this total little, little get back game. Yeah, get even get even deeper as Patrick mm-hmm. Everson, uh, our friend, likes to say. So this did close to twenty four and a half. So this did rise five points at the open. I'm sure it was because you know guys were cleared to play that were questionable. So. Yeah, 114, no surprise at 214 and a half, basically, that this is getting bet mm-hmm. over. Would you like that side? Would you get involved with this? Or is the number if, just you, a little if, bit you, too if you expensive? made me, I'd say over, but yeah, nothing really for me right now in this one. Is that is our lone NBA game. We do have two college football mm-hmm. games. I'll give a quick score update. Of course, North Dakota State. Are those on TVs? They oh, are. Yeah. Well, okay. Montana State, I know, is on the ESPN2, and they are up 17 to nothing. Over uh, Bill and Mary, uh, the five-four matchup. North Dakota Bill State. and Mary, William and Mary, <laughs> yeah. Bill, or somebody calls it Bill and his un- 
I don't want to say. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, yeah, yeah. North Dakota State advanced uh, in the three-six matchup over Sanford tonight, twenty-seven to nine. So they'll actually get the winner of seven versus two. That is Incarnate Word against Sacramento State. Sac State laid six and a half. They are up fourteen to seven to start the second quarter. Montana State all over William and Mary, seventeen to nothing. And then the number one seed is actually not North Dakota State. It's South Dakota State. Mm -hmm. And they're going to play tomorrow against the uh, Holy Cross Crusaders. Nice little sleeper in the eighth spot. And that'll complete our semifinals for next week in the FCS playoffs. Yeah, that's uh, FCS playoffs are a lot of fun this time of year. I remember working in Spokane covering Eastern Washington. They made a couple of On the red turf. Yeah. I got to see Cooper Cup way back when, when he was only a collegiate star. Hoping to be an NFL Cooper Cup when he was Cooper Cub. Yeah, exactly. We'll be back with the Reynolds wrap on the other side. It's VSIN Live Bet tonight. This is VSIN Live Bet tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers online sportsbook here calling all soccer fans to lace up your boots with the World Cup in full swing. Now is the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day and receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino on a Friday night. A lot going on. Rodeo in town. Folks enjoying themselves. Uh, but right now in Dallas, Mavericks and the Bucks playing in a fun game. Uh, Bucks were kind of in control at half, but here comes Dallas. They lead at 54 Yeah, 52. quick 6-0 run here to start the second half as the uh, Bucks were up 52-48. to 48. Mm-hmm. Quick timeout for Milwaukee as uh, – Luca being the star of stars as he normally is on most nights. Yeah, Luka Doncic is uh, pretty darn good <laughs> at the basketball. But Mavericks right now laying three and a half in game, total at two fourteen and a half, so trending under about ten points under because this closed two twenty four and a half, um, and it's uh, been kind of a defensive show. And I guess I don't know if it's maybe the defense or the team's just not really. Uh, hitting their baskets is like they say in the NBA. It's a make, yeah. make or yeah, miss well, league, and you know, and and you got superstar versus superstar tonight. So uh, you know that tends to pump the guys up, and 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 I think uh-huh. sometimes pumps the teammates up because they know they know you know this is you know two of the top players in the world, even though they're not really guarding each other very much. So they're not going one on one, but two of the top players in the world, you're going to have efforts. And uh, still to come next segment, we will have a little NFL roadmap Mm -hmm. discussing the in-game betting strategies for Week 14's Sunday slate in the National Football League. But right now, let's talk a little college football. Let's do a little Reynolds wrap. Now, it's not the tasty slate that we typically have here on a Friday night for the Reynolds wrap because no conference championships, there's no regular season full card, but we do have one game. It is the game, one of the most... uh, Decorated traditions that we have in all of sports. The Army-Navy game tomorrow kicking off at noon. And at DraftKings right now, Navy laying 2.5, total 32.5. And every person who has done an ounce of sports betting content probably knows the trend of the under cashing Mm -hmm. in 16 straight seasons. But what is our in-game betting strategy here for Army Navy tomorrow afternoon, Wes. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I, I don't like to get in the way. I, I'm stubborn, 
<laughs> but I don't know if I'm stubborn to get in the way of a 16 in a row trend here. <laughs> Contrarian but, over? But I did. But I do have a play in this game, and I did okay. lay the money line uh, with Navy. Didn't get the best number. I think I laid like 130 on the money line. Uh, you know, I always look forward to this game, and uh, one thing I look forward to is before I get into the breakdown of the game. Every year, ESPN College Game Day, not to try to promote another network here, they do that little special video piece mm -hmm. of Lee Corso when he was an assistant on the Navy staff, and he gives this emotional, you know, about what this game means, you know, about the young men that are going to serve their country. And it, it is kind of inspiring, and they, they throw Coach Corso in the river. It's really cold, and they always run that video, and it's always emotional. Coach Corso always gets choked up, so I look forward to seeing that tomorrow, hopefully. But... If you look at this in recent years, Army has won four of the last six meetings. Uh, Navy had won 14 in a row uh, before that. And, uh, you know, going back to how Navy started the season, slow start. They were 0-2. They lost to FCS Delaware in the opener. But if you look, ever since then, 7-2 and ATS, three outright upsets, including over UCF, who was playing, I believe, to get into the uh, – which they eventually did anyway – to, for, for positioning for the uh, American Athletic Conference Championship mm -hmm. game. And had they beaten Navy, they might have had Tulane at home instead of having to go to Tulane, where Tulane wins the game and Tulane gets a New Year's Six bid because of it. So Navy might have indirectly cost UCF uh, a New Year's Six bid. Army, uh, five straight covers. Uh, NCAA didn't grant them a bowl waiver even with a win here. So you, uh, you could have a 6-6 six and six Army team if they win this game tomorrow. That's not going to a bowl game because they have two wins over FCS opponents. Uh, Navy has played the tougher schedule this year. Uh, I think, you know, they were very competitive. If you remember, Notre Dame had a big lead at the half, and Navy Navy made Notre Dame sweat big time oh, yeah. in the second half. It was 35-32. to 32. They hung with Cincinnati as 18-point underdogs, lost 20-10. to 10. Uh, You know, Na Navy hung at SMU, only lost by six, which is a bowl team. So, you know... Big game for these teams. It's always a big rivalry, even though the Commander-in-Chief's trophy is not on the line. Air Force, of course, uh, claim that. But I, I, I like Navy here. I just think that they've played a little bit better ball against better competition. Uh, Army, better statistically in terms of the numbers, points per game, on, on not only on offense, but also allowed. Mm -hmm. However, the schedule. I mean, our Army the best team they played probably was at Wake Forest. They also played UTSA, but Army had a lot of lower opponents like like UMass and uh, Georgia State, Colgate, UL Monroe, Villanova, whereas Navy, because Army's an independent, Navy, of course, is in the American Athletic Conference. But I think Navy has, has, has played better down the stretch, and that's why I went ahead and bet them this is not a really big play because obviously – very little separation, I think, between these two teams, and that's why you see such a low total because, you know, they both run the triple option. They both basically run the same scheme, so they know yeah. what you don't really have to do a lot of preparation. A lot no. of this is motivation and just who, you know, and I hate the cliche of who wants it more because both these academies want it. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, just that one little bounce of the ball or somebody making one play is what decides these games, as you can see how close a lot of these scores have been over recent years. You know, from an in-game standpoint, then, like, let's talk about from the total, because I know that you're locked in on Navy on the money line. From the total, would there be a number that you would be comfortable maybe betting live uh, over if this thing kind of starts slow like it typically has? It's 32, 32 and a half. So, look, I would like something around 27 for an over, Mm -hmm. And something around, oh, 
maybe 39 or 40 on an under. Okay. So I, I don't know if it's going to get in that range or not, but 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 that's where I would be looking at because yeah. you look at these scores. 30 points last year, uh, 15 in 2020, 38 in 2019. Uh, when is the last time this eclipsed 40 points? That was 2013 when Navy yeah. uh, beat the uh, men from West Point 34 to uh, 7. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah, and, and that was the early 2010s where Navy was a lot better when they had, what, Keenan Reynolds, Reynolds and yeah. Malcolm Perry. You know, Navy, I don't think, has a quarterback really on that level, even though it's very much a system-oriented uh, offense. All right, well, yeah, there is your uh, live betting in-game strategies for tomorrow afternoon's Army-Navy game. That'll be a lot of fun. Kickoff at noon out there on the East Coast. Noon, I'm sorry, on the West Coast, 3 o'clock on the East Coast in Philadelphia. Uh, let's turn our attention, though, to college basketball because we only have one college football game. We'll sprinkle in a little college hoops on mm-hmm. the Reynolds wrap, and we'll start in Houston where the number one ranked team in the country, the Houston Cougars, yeah. host number eight Alabama and this, this is, game. This, by the way, is a big revenge game. If you remember last year, Houston loses at Alabama, a goaltending mm-hmm. call against them. And if you remember when Houston, uh, when they were walking into the locker room, they were knocking over chairs, threw some trash, had to be kind of an embarrassing moment for Kelvin Sampson's program, but yeah. you know they they not a good look as as the as the youth say today, <laughs> not a good look, and it, and it wasn't. And but I think Houston they're 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 waiting for Alabama and look Houston, looking their chops. Yeah, Houston's going to be priced to the moon though. Uh, yeah. What what are you seeing? Like I, I, eight and a half. Yeah, I saw eight and a half is what they're laying on the overnight here. Yeah, and 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 I, and I think that that's probably the right from a number standpoint, but. Then you're just kind of going into the handicap like, okay, what's going to happen here? I'd be laying it before I'd be taking it. And I know mm-hmm. Alabama, you know, they're very athletic and they can get up and down the floor. But Houston, Houston's a nightmare defensively. I mean, and it's not like they have a lot of size, but they have a lot of guys that are similar size yep. that have like really long arms that deflect passes. And, you know, they're getting Alabama at the Fertitta Center, a home-and-home game. They're number two in the country, by the way, Houston defensively. Number one in effective field goal percentage. They haven't played like any really top teams, but, you know, they stifled Oregon. Kent State, uh, you know, who's obviously pretty solid, uh, did well against them. St. Mary's very close game. So Houston, I know that they don't always get margin against these good teams, but they've been getting margin against the really bad teams. Uh I, I, I do like Houston in this spot. I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna end up betting it. I'm gonna work on it tonight and then tomorrow morning. But I'm gonna be laying it before I'm gonna be taking it. There you go. So, so maybe looking for a chance to play Houston. Yes. On the end game. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe if they get off to a slow start because those dudes might be amped up. Like I was saying. Too amped. Because they're like the, these guys. You know, they stole one from us last year. We should have won. And you know, they threw a tantrum as they were leaving the court. So you might see Houston, you know, after that first TV timeout or that under 12 timeout in the first half, and all of a sudden they're down six or seven, then maybe you can lay five and a half. Yeah. And that's what I'd be looking to do then. That's actually probably good that you pointed me in that, steered me in that direction, is that this is a big number to lay to Alabama that obviously wants to increase the possessions here. But I still think this is Houston's game tomorrow. And Bama will chuck them up there, too. And if, if they get hot, whew, yeah, uh, could be a hell of they'll a They'll shoot game. their way in or they'll shoot their way out. That's how they typically play over there down at Tuscaloosa. That's not the only top 25 game that we have in college basketball. There's one that's going down here in Las Vegas. And my man Wes Reynolds will be attending Arizona. Indiana will get you that in-game betting strategy on the other side, as well as the National Football League. Final segment of VEASAN Live Bet tonight coming up next. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get in on football action this season with the Hulu Plus Live TV football extravaganza. Compete free for a share of $55,000 in two ways. 
predict what will happen in three college football pools, then make your picks for eight fantasy NFL contests. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu NFL now to play free Hulu plus live TV like cable. Only better. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for the details. Welcome back. This is the final segment of VSIN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. I mean, we can smell the aroma of the Brooklyn's best pizza. The uh, fine sponsor, by the way, (laughs) Al Scaliot, the owner of that establishment, uh, which sponsors the Saturday Saturday Bet Bet Prep Prep. and then the Circa Friday Football Invitational. By the way, uh, if you want more of my cogent and cutting edge analysis, uh, you're going to get another hour of me tonight. I'm going to be on the desk with Matt in the first hour. Pulling a doubleheader, this guy. (laughs) <laughs> on yes. a Friday, for that matter. On a Friday, wow. the things I do. Well, it's a, it's a make good for all the pizza that I take home. It, yes, that, that's, my, my that's Saturday morning point. breakfast a few times at least this fall. It's, it's a fair trade off. Yes. but no, I was joking with the guys. I was like, this is my favorite time of the work week. You know, it's Friday, mm-hmm. end of the work week, and mm-hmm. then what's coming in here on the final segment? Pizza. Yes, and it's some damn good Dan, pizza as well. <laughs> Dan, Dan Miller is already getting jiggy with that pizza oh, back there he? in the yeah, uh, okay. in the uh, Save control some for room us. there. No, <laughs> no, no Dan, Dan works a lot of hours. He does. Here. He does Dan, work a lot Dan, of hours. Uh, eat every morsel, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Luca just jammed on Drew yes. Holiday. Goodness gracious! Uh, right now, the Mavericks lead it seventy-eight sixty-six. Laying seven and a half in game. Luca has 27 points, nine assists, total 214 and a half. So the total still hovered around here as Milwaukee seemingly mm-hmm. has gone cold and Luca is in his yeah, bag. That, as that, the kids that, would that, say. Uh, that brought uh, everybody out of their seat. Uh, oh, yeah. Mark, Mark Cuban probably yelling it up. I'm in. <laughs> I mean, honestly. I'm in. As uh, That is a three from uh, Christian Wood, the former wow. UNLV Rebel, the undefeated. UNLV Rebels. How about that? Yeah, it's fun to get UNLV I don't know. running, I will, running I will see the back end of that game tomorrow. They're playing Washington State in the first game, of course. Uh, we've got a little I, alumni varsity club event, so I hope to make it by the end of that game to at least see yeah. the finish. But yeah, Hopefully you make it to your game. Don't yeah, get too I need saucy to, at yeah, that make it. I'll make it to Arizona, <laughs> Indiana. I think the event is actually at the MGM. I don't think I have to like walk or drive anywhere you could stumble to the arena yes. uh, but speaking of that arizona indiana game as we continue the reynolds draft final eight minutes of the show here uh, right now the wildcats one and a half point favorites on the consensus number total 158 this is gonna be a fun basketball game uh what is your in-game betting strategy i know you'll be there so i don't yeah. know if you have the apps cracking and ready to roll yeah. but what's your in-game betting strategy for and, tomorrow? and and this is this is a very interesting game because you know, both teams, uh, you know, had some early success and then had a loss. Arizona had one at Utah right after Maui. Mm-hmm. Then Indiana after they beat North Carolina. You can kind of see it coming last Saturday. You got to go to Rutgers. You're like a three-and-a-half, four-point favorite. I ended up being on Rutgers because Indiana finds it very difficult to win there, and really most of the Big Ten. Remember, Rutgers last year, of course, beat Purdue they the when they were number court. one, when Purdue was the number one team in the country, and they looked like the best team in the country. But – uh. Injury concern for Indiana is that Jalen hood Shafino, the uh, five-star freshman who did miss the uh, last game against Nebraska and also missed the Rutgers game, still dealing with that back issue. And, you know, might he's he would be listed as doubtful at this point. I don't think he's going to mm-hmm. play. They've got another game uh, against Kansas next Saturday. So they might, you know, rest him for that. And it's like, let's see how we feel a week from now, which is a little bit of a tough loss for Indiana simply because – he gives you a bigger guard. He's about 6'5", six, 6'5 five, six, five and a half. And Indiana's guards, uh, I think, are bigger than Arizona's guards. So 
you know, when you when you look at it, that's what you want to do. Arizona basically plays three guards. They have a 6-3, 6-3, and 6-5, but then they've got the two bigs, uh, Umar Balo and uh, Tabellis. Yep. Both those guys can run the floor really well, too. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a challenge for Trace Jackson Davis, who had that triple-double on, uh, on uh, Wednesday. But Trace Jackson Davis is going to start to get double teams. Oh, yeah. So he's got to either pass out of the double teams or he's got to finish through contact. But one of the questions I think on Trace this year, and it's been throughout his career, as great of a career as he's had at Indiana, can he finish against length? Mm. And Arizona's got a lot of length. I think they got five guys on the roster, 6'11 or bigger, but Balo and Tubelas, of course, are the big two. So I have not yet played this game. Uh, I think it depends on what the game is going to be. If it's going to be a physical game, I like Indiana. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be up and down the floor, I like Arizona. I think it's one of those games, and I always use this when we talk about live betting football, especially uh, non-conference football games early in the season or bowl games. It's like, all right, what does it look like in the trenches? Because that'll tell me the story. Mm-hmm. I think this in this particular game is going to be, how does Trace Jackson Davis, how what, does Indiana handle that size? What, what's, and That's and what's the pace going to be? Yeah. Because I tend to think, if it's if it's a fast paced game, if it's an Arizona game, you're gonna maybe like the over a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And if it's an Indiana game, not that Indiana's not athletic and can't run, but if it's if it's an Indiana game, a little bit more physical, a little bit more bruiser, Big Ten style, because they can, I think, kind of, you know, be a little bit tougher physically than Arizona. Mm-hmm. But if it's that type of game, then you would certainly like Indiana and the under. And we saw that in the NCAA tournament last year. Houston took the game to Arizona and were bodying those dudes up and were physical. And Arizona had a lot of size with Coloco and Tabellis mm-hmm. and all those guys. And they beat them up on the glass and they beat Arizona, who looked like during the tournament, like the best team in the country. Yeah. Um, so uh, definitely they can be gettable. Indiana just has to do it. We'll see how that unfolds tomorrow. Uh, four and a half minutes left here in the show, Wes. I wanted to turn our attention to the National Football League Week 14. And the first game I wanted to start with in terms of a live in-game strategy, Vikings-Lions. This is the game that a lot of people are talking about. It's the, oh, my God, how are the Vikings underdogs at 10-2, and two, whatever. Uh, but right now, Detroit, two-point favorites, total 51 and a half. And just based on what we've seen with this Minnesota team, and we saw it again last week, mm-hmm. they get up big, but they leave that door open. I think from an in-game strategy standpoint, it yeah. allows for some valuable bets, I think. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And, and uh, uh, you know, pre-flop, I did go ahead and lay the small money line with the mm-hmm. Detroit Lions. You just really, I think, look at this team. We know that they've been playing well down the stretch, and they're a lot better, certainly, than they were earlier in the season. It's the same old story with Minnesota, a 10-2 and record, but – if you look and really go inside the numbers here in terms of ranking, Detroit 13th in overall DVOA, Minnesota 20th. On offense, Detroit 9th in DVOA, Minnesota 18th. Defensively, the Lions have tre- trended upward. They're 19th, Minnesota just one ahead at 18. Special teams, Lions 9th, DVOA, Minnesota just 20th. Detroit averaging 31.9 points at home, only 18.4 on the road. Finally, the Lions are healthy, too. Yep. You know, you've got everybody. You've got Williams. You've got St. Brown. I think Cephas was practicing. Mm-hmm. Swift this week. is healthy. Swift is healthy. Uh, Jamal Williams is healthy. So the offensive line is also as healthy as it's been all year. So it seems like Detroit, I know they asked Dan Campbell. He's like, what, are you kidding me? Of course, he's going to no-sell that. But, <laughs> you know, and probably doesn't know the betting lines or what they mean anyway. But, yeah, I, I mean, I would look at this uh, – you know, if Detroit falls behind, I might add more on Detroit because mm. I think that this is their game, Femi. I think you can only, I guess, tempt fate so many times. Minnesota Vikings are 10-2 and two this year, 9-0 and oh 
in one-score games. Is that sustainable? I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe like it's it their be. year. Maybe they still have the golden horseshoe. I don't know. Yeah. But Vikings in the outfield. This just this just seems to be, I think, Detroit's game. Remember, Detroit had them down. They should have won the game. Yeah, they had them down 10 uh, earlier in the season in Minneapolis. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. I think a lot of the discussion, I've heard some other people talk about it, saying, like, oh, the Vikings are overvalued. I don't think the Vikings are necessarily overvalued because if they were overvalued, I think they would be favorites in this game. Mm-hmm. I think it's just that Detroit. It sounds crazy. They're playing might better be ball. Better. They're playing better ball. And look, <laughs> but based on these better. numbers, now sometimes maybe numbers a lot of you. Based on these numbers, yeah. they are the better team, and they're the rightful favorite. Let's squeeze one more in here before we wrap up shop here. Bucks Niners. This is a really interesting game because we're going to see Brock Purdy make his first start right now. San Francisco three and a half point favorites, but that three and a half is even money. It's heavily juiced if you want that three and the hook on the Bucks side. Total thirty seven. What are you looking forward to seeing in this game? Because yeah. also Nick Bosa didn't practice at all this week. He's questionable. Sounds like he could still go, but it's kind of touch and go for him. The only thing I did play here, I played it as part of a teaser. And look, it's not a total wall teaser because you're obviously north of three already. But yeah, That doesn't matter. Those are losing. This I, year anyway. I, I did tease up to nine and a half with Tampa Bay because I'm kind of thinking, I'm going to let Brock Purdy beat me by 10. If he does, he does, and that kills my teaser. But with such a low total, 37, the other low total game is what I tease it with, Baltimore up to 8.5. Uh, look, I think Tampa Bay may get out to the lead in this game, not because of Brock Purdy, but because Tampa Bay may have momentum because maybe they're thinking, you know what, we stole the game Monday night. We yep. shouldn't have won that game. And, and look, I don't think Tampa Bay is very good. No. But they are, to your point, still a little bit dangerous. And I think maybe they can carry that momentum over in the first half. So you might get the 49ers as an underdog at this point. 49ers are clearly the better team. So I wouldn't be rushing, though, to lay three and a half on San Francisco. I'm really fascinated to see what kind of a game plan Todd Bowles and that defensive staff cooks up for Brock Purdy because Purdy came in and it was yeah. in relief. And, now and, and, and that's a good point because when you come in like that, you know, where you don't have time to think about it, you're like, I just got to go play. Now you've had a whole week to prepare. It's a different ball game. And then there's a lot of different pressure there. That does it for us this week. For Wes Reynolds, I'm Femi Abebefe. For our producer, Matt Santos, and the entire crew behind the glass, we wish you all the best of luck. Coming up next, Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans here on VCNV Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. 
Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.